got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. Welcome back to Dummies with Wisdom. If you like our podcast, uh, be a friend, tell a friend. How's it going, Ben? Uh, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have to talk offline after this. <laughs> All right, what do we got today? So we've got we've got two questions from listeners. Thank God, because oh, we woo. are tired of coming up with ones. Um, nice. The first one uh, that we have is uh, from Christopher. Uh, thanks for writing, Christopher. Ha- asked a good question here. He said, uh, should Christians take the vaccine, obviously COVID vaccine, when our bodies are uh, uh, the temple of the Holy Spirit? Now, of course, that's uh, referencing 1 Corinthians six nineteen that says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? So... Let's go down the uh, controversial road here. I love it. Um, Why don't we just uh, throw it out off the bat that uh, you're vaccinated. I'm not. Neither one of us have anything against vaccines in general. Uh, we both yep. are vaccinated against you know a bunch of other things. I just have some personal uh, thoughts about the COVID one, and uh, but mm-hmm. obviously I have no problems with uh, with people getting it, or uh, which kind of answers the question a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But we have, we have, we have, we, um, so you're coming at it from, from being vaccinated from that point of view. I'm coming at it from an unvaxxed point of view. Um, don't write in and give us your opinions on that. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fair. Um, I mean, personally, I think the most important question is like, have you done your homework? Cause I think when we're talking about if we're going to pull the, like, we want to treat our body as the temple of the Holy spirit as something to be um like managed well and looked after well as you know something that the lord has given us given to us uh to take care of i think it's tough especially with like the whole vac this specific like the covid vaccine with it being so new with i mean really we've like in our lifetime we haven't been faced with something that's so widespread and again that's a whole you know topic of how bad you think it is or whatever but we don't want to talk about it on this but i think that's part of taking care of your body is you have to do your research and at the end of the day i think honestly the most important decision is that you made a decision or more important aspect of this topic is that you made a decision if that kind of makes sense right and that's that's my problem with the uh with like the government mandates and even Mm -hmm. you know private company mandates and everything is that it might be it might be good in in the end again i I don't want to go into all of our just personal opinions about everything uh, regarding the vaccine itself because we're 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 trying to answer chris's or christopher we're trying to answer christopher's question here my thought process is get it or don't get it if you're being forced to get it that's where i have a problem with it the heart of this question is not really should we get the vaccine or not. The heart of the question is should we get the vaccine or not because of this verse in First Corinthians. And I've heard this right. argument from a lot of Christian people with the vaccine. Um, again, get the vaccine or don't. I this verse does not apply 
to the topic. When we look at this yeah. verse in context, it's it's in the part of First Corinthians where Paul is talking about fleeing sexual immorality because right. our bodies, it's a, it's, a, it's a sin against our bodies. And even if you look at the verse 13b, the body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Mm-hmm. This verse is not telling us that we need to be in perfect health or that, I mean, we should, we should be in good health if, if it relies on us at all. But this verse is not making those points. This, the point of this, of this by saying that the body is a temple of the Holy Spirit is saying that our body is similar to the temple of Old Testament times. It's where heaven yeah. and earth collide on earth. Right. It's saying that our bodies are where this, the Holy Spirit of God and the spirit of well, our sinful man where those two collide. It's not making a statement on, should we do something? Should we exercise more? Should we um, not eat a donut? Should we get right. the vaccine? Should we not get the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Should we, you know, it's not making those statements. Right. And that's, that's the verse that's always used for any sort of health. And that's not this. I'm there's, we should take care of our bodies, yeah. but that's not what this verse is saying. I mean, that was my thought was like the, like when you look through scripture as a whole the entire purpose is to reflect upon our soul to reflect upon our eternal well-being so like when you start using especially when you get in the new testament it's very rare to find something that is like this specific like your your body is the temple of the holy spirit blah you know fill in the blank after you know whatever right all those are so um uh was not intricate but very are so specific to like the well-being of our soul the well-being of our relationship with the lord the well-being of our salvation um however you know you do look in especially that's why i love the old testament to kind of compare is that a lot of the uses for like say our body for example like the not like all the ritual like you can say ritualistic um aspects that the israel uh the ancient israel ancient israel had for like what they could eat what they couldn't eat and all those things like those weren't there were some you know there's some little things that were you know specific to okay we're going to abstain from that because those have different imagery and different nations and stuff and we're trying to set ourselves apart but a lot of those were like health reasons like the lord was like right you know you're going to do this because of actual health reasons you're going to do this because you know this is you just set yourself apart not just from a spiritual standpoint but also a physical standpoint and so but again like while that is a very good um it, it's good to think along that track whenever you look at especially the new testament it's always going to be in regard to our salvation but i think that's what's also cool is that the lord has given us that freedom to decide that freedom to learn and be able to actually uh look after what like the gifts he's given us right also with this verse in context Paul's talking about sexual immorality. Sure. Right. Well, even with that, that I mean, that carries something almost like a like a medium between like our salvation, like what we were just talking about, like the almost salvifical spiritual side and also our like physical well-being. Like right. when, especially with Paul, because Paul hits on it a lot. I mean, most of the New Testament is Paul. So like, you know, we're going to get most of that from him. But anyway, like when he hits on that, um, what's the verse that talks about that? It's like, it's a... Uh, like anything of a sexual nature is a sin against your own body. That is you know, this. Pa- <laughs> oh, that is this one. Yes. <laughs> oh shoot. Oh, nice. Perfect. Look at me. 
right on. <laughs> uh, but like, so even in this passage, talking about how like a, something of the sexual nature is a hindrance to ourselves, like that is that's also a good example right. of almost our physical nature being blended in with our spiritual, and that I think that shows the importance too. But there there is a difference, you know. But then back to the vaccine thing. For me, you know, I kind of waited as long as I could until I was either like, this kind of sounds bad, but like culturally forced to, not in the sense of like the pressure from, you know, like to be able just to do normal stuff. I was like, there hasn't been anything. Well, and going in my, international for you being and a going pilot. international and like, I didn't want to sit in the hotel, you know, alone, you know, but at the same time, I wasn't going to be like, I wasn't just going to take the vaccine if it wasn't working either. So, you know, I wanted to do right. my due diligence. I was going to wait until I felt like, okay, this seems about the time that, you know, the air force is going to start to make me do it. And at that point was kind of my decision point. And I mean, at some point you got to make a decision. I feel like both of us are probably on that line. You probably fell on the line of, um, you know, not getting it. I fell on the line of, you know, I'm just going to get it. But at the same time, like I, I really do see the other side of it of this is so short term. We have no long term data to look at it. So like that and that all that goes into your decision making. But I'm not going to sit right. back and say because I took the vaccine that, um, you know, I was a hindrance to myself or that I was a hint or sorry. that I, Yeah, because I took the vaccine, that was a hindrance to myself just in the same way. Had I maybe flipped on the other side and said, no, I'm not going to get it. I definitely wouldn't say that, you know, I was a hindrance to other people. You know, at some point right, you have to, right. you have to make the right decision. And honestly, there's, there's not, in my opinion, enough data for this much controversy to be going on. It's not over the vaccine itself. It's because it was made so political because mm-hmm. I, I haven't talked to many people who are opposed to anybody getting the vaccine they're opposed to anybody being forced to get the vaccine by the government or by um, their company or whatever Mm -hmm. so that's i mean that's where like 98 percent of the problem falls there's other stuff there but the fact that it's become so political is what has caused the whole division and everything and yeah to your point is this is this the stand that i'm willing to die for no is it a stand that i'm willing to fight for maybe depending sure yeah Okay, maybe especially on the the mandate side of things, yeah. like the actual pressure of it. Right. Am I willing to fight that? To to a given extent, yes. Um, that's not a hill I'm willing to die on, especially because I don't think it directly pertains to faith. Right. It's not a sin to get it. It's not a sin not to get it. The only thing that Christianity, theology, my faith had to do with not getting the vaccine was I didn't want. I did, like I just I didn't feel comfortable getting it. Like there was no need for me to get it. So, because I'm a young, healthy person, the odds, there are literally better odds of me being, if I go to Chicago, being shot than dying from the vaccine. Sure. So, to to me, it's, with with all the questions that have happened with the vaccine, there is a chance that you get a bad reaction. There's a chance you die from it. My point is Mm -hmm. that the only part that my faith had was, I just didn't feel like that was the right thing to do. It wasn't pulling this verse out. It wasn't pulling any verse out. It wasn't saying that, um, for crying out loud, I've heard people saying that this is the mark of the beast. No, right. it, no, just no. Yeah. And it, so was there a faith matter to it? Yes, because I am a person of faith. Yep. Was it directly correlated to some doctrine or some theology or, or, or something of that nature? No. Right. 
So I don't think I don't think that this question, it, if Christopher's listening, this was, this was a good question to ask. We're not we're not dogging the question, but mm-hmm. I don't think this is the question we ought to be asking. The question mm-hmm. should be, should me as a Christian get the vaccine? Right. Not should Christians get the vaccine? Yeah. Not should not because of what this verse says. What decision must I make because of that? The question should just be: Should me personally, as a believer, get the vaccine? And if you're struggling, I mean, if you're struggling with it, or if you're questioning it, then pray about it for crying out loud. Yeah. And then and make a decision. <laughs> That's all I ask. Yeah. Just make your decision, but be willing to like you know, I don't know if you don't have the vaccine. Be willing to one day maybe say, you know what, I was wrong. I'm going to get the vaccine, or one day be like, oh, I guess we were wrong about the, you know, the vaccine and all these, you know, all these side effects or whatever happened down the road. And you know, you can at least be humble enough to say, okay, we were wrong, not to stick your flag on that hill now. You know, be be right. merciful and like bring your facts to the table. Like if you've got something good to say, like don't say it just to win an argument. Say it for the sake of the person sitting across from the table from you you know and for crying out loud quit being so divisive on if people get the vaccine or not i didn't get the vaccine i don't want your grandma to die i'm not killing anybody you yeah. got the vaccine that doesn't mean you're a democratic operative because you gave in to the government's wishes right. kind of thing it's 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 a personal choice and you know maybe there are some people that a very 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 slim minority that actually don't give a rip if somebody gets sick and dies because of them but i mean we we keep we keep acting throughout this whole pandemic we keep acting as though we have a right to not be sick or we have a right Mm. or that we don't have a right to go to the hospital or that we um that we're gonna live forever just be just because covid killed somebody as it did a lot of people does like that doesn't mean that they we're going to live otherwise. They could have gotten the flu and died. They could have gotten cancer. Like we don't have this right to live immortally. We, we don't, we don't have immortal bodies on this side of heaven. We don't have a right to just continue to live forever. If COVID is a contributing factor, I mean, obviously it's, if you, if you die, it's your time to die. I mean, that's, that's biblical. That's in Ecclesiastes. There's a time to live mm-hmm. and a time to die. And I think this whole time we've been acting as though if an 85 year old woman dies because she got COVID that that's an abnormal thing. People, Mm. people die every day. People, most people don't die from one given thing. It's a number of different, especially if they're old and we keep acting as though like that's not right or not, or that that's abnormal for this earth. And it's not, if, if, if I get, if I get COVID and inadvertently give it to your grandmother and she dies, yes, that sucks. But that doesn't mean I killed her. Eve. Like, you know what I mean? And like, yes. Like and I think me, I think me giving you're... me giving a sickness to somebody is not the same as me going out and shooting somebody. Right. And, and that's what that's what we act as though they're equal right now. And I don't get it. Why? And I think it's it's an over like what you said. I like what because like, I mean, you know, I don't know if I if I got okay. Let's just say I got COVID and then you know saw my grandma and like it killed her. Like, yeah, that would suck. You know, it's like all right, yeah. You know, you go back home and you're like, all right, if I didn't, you know, you start second guessing and you start thinking about right. that stuff. That has a time and place, potentially. There is, you know, you don't obviously want to be the cause for anything. But again, like, I like what you brought up because it's an, it's an overemphasis on basically what we can do and kind of like 
we're trying to a little bit control an area of life in general that I don't think we really have that much control over. And that's where, that's where honestly, where my, I think my decision-making starts to go down. It's like, okay, yeah, I have the vaccine. You know, I sure I did it for, you know, so I can go travel the world. I did it so that hopefully it works and I don't get sick. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah sure. I don't have to be the guy, you know, who, yeah, I, I can go into those spaces and, you know, not spread it. You know, that'd be great. Hopefully we can eliminate it. And like, that's the whole point of the vaccine. But I think in a bigger way, my train of thought starts to go down that responsibility of like, as a believer, then what is, what is the emphasis that I'm carrying? You know, am I, am I, am I someone who is spreading a spirit of courage or am I someone who's spreading a spirit of fear? And I feel like on both sides, it doesn't matter. I think there is, there's a spirit, a huge, huge, huge spirit of fear among, uh, you know, if we want to just split them into two camps, the, you know, diehard vaccinators and then the diehard, you know, non. And I yeah. think there's a huge emphasis on fear from the non-vaxxers who are saying the government is coming after them and a huge emphasis on the non-vaxxers who are saying, you know, if you don't get it, you're murdering everybody, kind of like what you said. Right. And I think as a believer, in my opinion, when it comes to this topic, that's where the conversation needs to shift for us. It's like, okay, make your decision. Yep. But once you make your decision, you go forward courageously with the word of God into that space. If you're a non-vaxxer, you have an amazing voice to go talk to the non-vaxxers and get their crap together and say, yo, like, get your head out of, your, get your head out of the gutter, actually look at the facts and actually, you know, don't just be a non-vaxxer to be a non-vaxxer, you know, have something to back up why you're not doing this. And in the same way, someone who's been vaccinated, you got the opportunity to go talk to vaccinated people and be like, all right, what, what, like, at least let's talk, at least talk about it. You know, let's talk about this. Let's, let's not just pit each other and, you know, start all these little mini civil wars over, you know, stupid stuff when a middle of a pandemic, when that's the point where you would expect a people to unite around each other. If you've prayed about it and you make a decision that you feel is the right decision, not because this is what the politics tell you or not because this is what your uh, you know side of whatever tells you, mm-hmm. I trust God for everything to work out. If you, if you have COVID and you inadvertently give it to my grandma and she dies, yeah, that sucks, but that was obviously her time. And if God wanted her to go, she was going to go whether you gave it to her or not. If you don't get the vaccine, then you trust that, that everything's going to be okay. If you do get the vaccine, you trust that everything's going to be okay. Yep. That's what the Christian faith is about is you pray about it, you make a decision, and trust God for the result. Yep. That's, I mean, that's really all it is. So thanks, Christopher, for that question. Hopefully uh, uh, we did it justice and uh, gave you at least something to think about there. Uh, We're going to do a second question here just since we've got the time. So we've got a question that came in uh, from Audra after listening to our podcast about, uh, I think it was Christians Living as Americans, I think is when we talked about legalizing marijuana. And uh, she asked if if marijuana itself and potentially the legalization of it should be treated like we treat narcotics. And uh, I know Audra personally, so I know that she's a nurse and knows a lot more about the uh, you know, <laughs> medical side of this than uh, we do. So we're not going <laughs> to we're going to take our best shot at it. But we uh, we're not doctors. 
Right. And I think, so the art, well, here, let me, let so, me say this first. The, sure. the, the, ar- the argument is, is that marijuana has been tested and proven to be helpful to some people with like pain management and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and we, right now we often prescribe narcotics to them and over time it is very detrimental to their bodies. Yeah. It might help their pain, but it's detrimental to them. So should we treat marijuana when it works as a pain management thing as a pain management solution, should we treat that as we treat narcotics in today's day? Sure. Um, and this goes back to basically the same argument for the vaccine. If you don't know your stuff, don't put your flag on the hill and die on it. You know, right. unless you know, unless you have actually something worthwhile to offer. I also don't. I don't like making arguments like or against something just because culturally or even within the church because like the church has always thought of a topic in such a way like trying to make this argument about alcohol 100 years ago or maybe not even that long like maybe 50 years ago or whatever like i don't want to just make those arguments because like my gut feeling on like weed itself like would just be no but if i were to be completely honest that's completely from just being just growing up with basically everyone around the same agreement that it's just wrong you know right or that it's taken advantage of only you know that type of thing uh but when you actually look at the data when you look at some of the research there are very healthy and good benefits to using something like that even especially compared to if you're gonna um like when we're talking about like cancer uh treatments like you're freaking zapping your body you know i can't think of something like granted cancer is something you know incredibly um vicious and so you fight it viciously but i mean in the same way if if, say someone's got a chronic illness and you know like a i'm trying to think of a disease maybe parkinson's maybe i'm trying to think of something that people have used i think parkinson's is a disease people have used the argument for but i mean parkinson's is an extremely painful long-term very slow disease that i don't right. i don't wish to have but say if weed in some form were to like help alleviate that pain i mean i personally especially down that route i haven't seen anything like detrimental and even i mean i'd be willing to have the conversation recreationally like let's bring our data to the table about a recreational use for it and let's hash it out. Like, I don't, I personally, I mean, I haven't found a reason why, you know, I could get on board with it being used recreationally necessarily. But I mean, right. I've, heard, I've heard plenty of friends who have. So here, here's, here's my problem. Like, kind of going along that same train is I know there's been studies out there and I know that it, it can help people. I think there's like, it can help like his autism or down syndrome, something like that. It can, mm. it can help. I did. Yeah. yeah like the sense, the sen- some sensory uh, mm-hmm. condition. It's I, like the, I, I, think it helps. I heard, I think whatever I was reading it, like it has very similar properties to a lot of, um, like with like kids who have ADHD, like the meds that people are giving kids and people for ADHD, like there are a lot of properties that are similar or something like that. Right. I have to look so that article up again though. So the way I understand it and this, again, this could be wrong, but the way I understand it is that those benefits don't have to have the THC in them, which is the, the chemical compound in marijuana that makes you high. 
So my my problem is if we if we turn this into a hey anybody can smoke weed if they have a medical prescription kind of deal, then we're just turning it into alcohol during the prohibition era, which everybody's going to have a random prescription so that they can get high. If we can find a way to make it so that people can use it medically without making them high, like the CBD oils and everything, I've got no problem with that. It's not actually, you know, people aren't getting high off of it. It doesn't whether or not it works. I don't know, but it's not hurting anything and if we can get it to the point where anybody who actually needs it for pain management or to help with their sensory uh conditions then i'm all i'm all for it but my problem is is we can't just say anybody that has a tummy ache can get high which is what it was during you know during Mm -hmm. prohibition you could just go to that doctor that you knew and you'd have a prescription for whiskey kind of thing yeah so that's 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 my problem Uh, if if we can get to that point where we can actually regulate it to that extent, I'm all for it. As right. long as people can't just use it as an excuse to get high. And even then, I would kind of question some stuff. I mean, if you're using narcotics to get... I mean, there's a lot of people that OD on on narcotics. Yeah. If that's the reason you're using it, even if it's helping your pain, that's where it's wrong. So I would make... If you're smoking marijuana and getting high because like for the sake of pain management, I would argue that's wrong too. Sure. So should we treat it the same as narcotics? I'd say kind of a yes and kind of a no. I mean, you can't have the narcotics that don't screw with your brain. They they naturally do. Yeah. So in that way, I don't think we should treat it the same at all. I think we should, because we can get marijuana to where it won't get you high. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, should we legalize it for that stuff? Hey, if it works, yeah, I don't have a I don't have a problem with it, right? To the extent that it doesn't like make you high, I'd be like, okay, like in there in between, there's conversation. Once we go beyond that, and again, I think we were even talking about this off the record a couple weeks ago. Like, I don't think I've personally seen somewhere like kind of like alcohol, where like you know most of the time, especially like you know if the boys are having a beer. It might take a little bit for someone to even get to that point of drunk. It doesn't seem to have that same. um, It it pretty much. It seems like when you go to you know smoke weed, it happens pretty quick. That you're to the extent that you are outside of a controllable self. Um, Well, not even that. I, I, I have you ever heard of anybody who smokes weed to not to get high? Right. I think that's actually yeah. That's what you said, and I like that. There's there's millions of people there's millions of people who have a pizza who have who have a beer with their pizza right. and never ever even get close to even feeling the fact that they had alcohol. Right. I've never heard of anybody who smokes weed like casually mm-hmm. or what what's the yeah. social socially is that the is that the word socially so well casually whatever not socially there are some sparks but I would I would argue that it's it's not it's definitely not the same but that's that that's kind of my point though is like okay if like there's someone out there or someone listening to this podcast right now who's saying I recreationally, socially have a, have a morning smoke. Like, all right. Like I, I want to hear you out. Like I'm actually kind of interested, you know? Yeah. Little, uh, I don't know, little, little weed leaf in your tea in the morning, you know, <laughs> <A> little... <laughs> give it, let you hit the vibe. 
my wife wanted me to buy some uh, Mrs. Grass soup the other day, so now it's getting me questioning. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Grass. <laughs> so thanks for listening to our first uh, bonus episode coming at you in between our uh, normal every other week. Like we said, we want to uh, throw some of these out there when they're uh, relevant, and we um, we know the vaccine is <laughs> clearly relevant to this day and age. So uh, thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Audra, for both uh, giving us something to talk about. And we will see you next week for our uh, regular podcast. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummies with wisdom.